0: Hello, welcome to I am Deacon. is episode two hundred and thirty-seven. I'm Ryan, joined by my brother Chris and our good pal Catrin. But tonight we got a special, special guest—the most specialist person in the world.
1: I thought you'd said that about uh, me
0: before. Me too. You said that was female. Well. How about that? Female. Okay, there we go. That works. You well.
2: said that to me too.
0: So. <laughs> Jennifer Street. She's world renowned, and also my wife. Well, my wife's on. not here oh that
1: one
0: she's coming on to talk <laughs> moon night even though technically she has yet to finish the season that's okay but don't give away the... interesting <laughs> jennifer how are you doing she's not even here at the house she's somewhere else working she's taking time out to be with us on oh. i'm geek can, can we, we hear have... can she talk
3: Thanks. she can having me i am glad to be here tonight uh coming to you from abilene texas where it was 107 degrees in my car today what is wrong oh man happy spring
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean summer's gonna be super hot there yeah but it was warm here but not 107 Mm. 90s here (laughs)
1: We actually had a nice day, and uh, it was less humid. And we like this morning till a little after lunch, maybe one or two o'clock. It started getting into the 80s. It was in 70s when I went to lunch. I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's nice. still spring for a little bit." We had 90s God. last week, but yeah, it was Same nice day.
0: I'm still um, recovering from COVID. I'm not contagious anymore. I was mm-hmm. let out of my prison cell, um, and then my wife left. She's like. Congratulations on being free from quarantine. I'm out of here. And she left. Um, much. So but I'm still <laughs> like, no one can blame her. No one can yeah, blame her. No.
3: But I'm not getting there and I just left.
0: <laughs> but I'm super <laughs> exhausted. Like I do anything. And I'm like, oh gosh, I got to sit down I'm like an old man. So you're back to normal. I'm back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Well, they were, well, they're still doing construction on our house. And one of the people working here, she had it, I guess a long time ago. Or whenever, I don't know. She said, Yeah, it took me like a month to get my energy back. And I'm like, Oh gosh. <laughs> fun times. And then our um cousin Sammy, she said it took her like three to four weeks to recover. Oh. So, fun times. Don't don't get COVID.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> I said him two years we were so so careful all the time we're the ones wearing masks when no one else is and i let you out of the house by yourself once
1: <laughs> she lets me
3: out <laughs> <laughs> home with the room right.
1: <laughs> maybe your immune system was weakened well maybe it that's... was because right
0: before the trip i had like the stomach flu thing twice oh that's true mm-hmm. so it was probably weakened and um but we had somebody that watched the video last week commented on it and said, "Yeah, my son and I got it while we were there too." The yeah. space virus, what they the, called the,
1: it. Yeah, the 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 thing is with the the current variant, it's very contagious. Um, although yeah. not as mm. potent, right? So you, mm. you you had a headache and
2: coughing. Yeah, it's not too you bad. You tend
1: to lick a lot of things when you're out on your own. That's true. You
2: That's true. Do that.
3: This
0: it? all looks so lickable.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's where it's not Willy Wonk. He was That's, licking. She must have learned it from you.
0: Yeah, her daughter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Friends <laughs> in the family.
0: Yeah. I thought Disney World was like Willy Wonka. You could just lick everything and it's ras- it tastes like raspberry or snozzberry. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found out what that actually is. And it's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that after. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't
0: ruin it. Uh, Sorry, what?
3: Don't ruin Willy
0: Wonka. No, no. no. (laughs) Snozzberries taste like snozzberries. Anyways, (laughs) uh, to Moon Knight. One of the reasons we wanted to have Jennifer on tonight, even though she hasn't finished the season. I'm going to keep saying that. um, (laughs) Today's bus driver is
1: Ryan Street. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right under there.
0: Anyway, uh, she's been very busy. Um, She is a trauma therapist, one of the best out there, and we thought it would be it may be a little more serious than we than we usually are, but we'll still have fun um, and be goofy. But um, in the show Moon Knight, um, the character Stephen Grant or Mark Spector or Jake Lockley which we'll get into the three has, um, D I D. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Something popped up on my computer, um, which is dissociative identity disorder, right?
3: Yep. You got it.
0: And Jennifer knows all about it. So she's going to give us the details about from the show. Like, is this how it actually is? You know, how is it different in real life? Um, do any of us have it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us if Ryan has it? He may not even know he has it. Right? <laughs> maybe if you're just <laughs> listening to the podcast, and you don't watch. Maybe this is just one person talking and <laughs> we just switch between the different, you know. Yes. Personas. Spoiler. Spoiler. Ryan has it. <laughs> <laughs> Start shaking, look on the show. All right, so first off, what we usually do on these um, roundtables, Ray Chase isn't here. We usually have Ray Chase on. It's weird doing a roundtable without Ray Chase. But
3: oh, I miss Ray.
0: Yeah, Chris said he couldn't <laughs> come on. He wasn't allowed. So. <laughs> well, it, not, it, I didn't even know we are doing it tonight. So. <laughs> we're doing it a different night because Catron has a big trip he's going on. I'm
1: going fishing.
3: <laughs> i'm going to disney because you'll come back with the rona
1: <laughs> i might come back with a less uh, one less appendage uh oh. we are going to louisiana and uh they say like when you're fishing uh you your fish might get taken by an alligator um but it's it's totally safe so <laughs> i think those, i'll have all my appendages
0: get one of those fishing rods that like shoots the the line out yeah like a gun yeah and then that way or a spear gun it. Fish oh, with dynamite. To... Oh yeah, that's a good way to <laughs> fish. And you could probably do that in Louisiana, fish with dynamite. Uh-huh. I'm sure. A lot of things go down there. So. Oh yeah <laughs> Ooh, there. Um anyways. Maybe Chris has DID because his voice he goes into these different voices all the time. Like uh, drop a <laughs> hat. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about either. Do <laughs> <laughs> it.
1: Neither do I. <laughs>
0: All right, so what we usually do start with is just sort of uh, our general thoughts of the sh- show. We've done this with all the Marvel shows. Uh, we know what Chris's answers are going to be because it's always <laughs> the same thing. So we'll just start with him. He might not and, have liked
1: it, though, this time.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well. What did you think, Chris, of Moon Knight? Trying to find a way to sum it up few words for you.
2: It was good. It's good.
1: <laughs> okay, well, thanks, thanks, it was good. Okay, thanks. What? No,
2: I, was, I, I liked it. I did. I did, I did like it. Um, it was uh, I liked that. Uh, I knew a little bit about Moonlight. Didn't Moonlight. Didn't know a lot about Moonlight. So that was nice kind of going into it, being a little fresh on that. Um I liked it wasn't a character based off something that another movie or show or anything they'd done yet. Um and it was it was very refreshing in that way. Um and it was very character based, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was good.
1: It was good. So in other words,
0: <laughs> it was good. Katie what did you think?
1: I liked it. Um, I was confused most of the time. I probably didn't understand what was going on until like the last bit of the show. <laughs> you know, it was like it was very confusing. <laughs> and one of the better episodes, like the it's the fifth fifth episode, was probably the most confusing. The fourth and fifth ones, I guess, um, were probably the most confusing of all for me. And then it all kind of come together finally at the end, and I was just like, "Oh, it <laughs> makes sense <laughs> now." Um, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it was like i said it was fresh it was different it was um not one of the characters we've we've seen so and it wasn't so much about the superpowers and this magic well i mean it was about a magical thing i guess but you know it was (laughs) it was more about the character right and and all those the things happening and uh so yeah it was good and they're just i feel like they're getting better and better these shows that they're doing right because when we were watching uh hawkeye i remember saying this is the best one yet. This is my favorite one. We we're like, well, maybe it's because it's the current one. Right. Yeah. But it, but it really, I mean, it was, and I feel like this one was really well done. You know, it, it looked like a movie that ha- happened to be multiple episodes, right. Multiple mm-hmm. hours. You know, if you put it all together, it'd been a really long movie, but, um, but it was just the quality was really good. So, yeah, I like mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I, I like
0: it. So Jennifer, from what you saw and the recap, mm-hmm. um, i'm <laughs> just driving that bus still <laughs> what do you what did you think Because i think you uh we've talked we the ones that we got to watch together we talked about and I, from what i remember you you liked it
3: yeah no i i definitely liked the show and the recap was pretty funny too <laughs> i definitely would recommend <laughs> that recap if you're confused about what's going on in the storyline um but <laughs> Yeah, no, I liked it. And, you know, I like things that have a psychological aspect to it because I'm a nerd like that. Um, so anything that's got psychopathology in it, Batman Begins is like my favorite of all time for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. I always really liked the psychological aspect of that. So, um, yeah, and it's this is a lesser known mental health issue that the show is portraying. And so I think um, the therapist nerdy part of me thinks you know it's really cool to bring awareness to something that a lot of people have no idea even exists um and i think they did it well um you know i think the part for me that i'm still trying to wrap my brain around is when when the god piece comes in the the mythical creature god how that ties into the did model because that really doesn't fit as far as like just the way (laughs) it works but we'll talk more about that um (laughs) But it was extremely entertaining, and we have this habit of, unfortunately, watching these shows in bed late at night after we finally got the kids to sleep, and I usually end up missing all or part of it because I fall asleep.
0: She blacks out like, like Stephen or <laughs> I can I identify.
2: I you got her identify. tied to the bed?
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's, well, that's not for this podcast. That's a different really podcast. <laughs> <awesome. laughs> Um, Good night, everybody. (laughs) I really just like making my brother-in-law, Chris, really uncomfortable. Um, He's been doing it for years. But, hey, I could say stories about when you started that, but I won't. I won't shame you. Uh, (laughs) You embarrassed your grandmother, so. (laughs) Um, I'm
2: embarrassing my family. Here we go. (laughs) That's Chris.
3: Uh, (laughs) Um. just kidding so no i like i like the storyline i like the psychological aspect um of of all the marvel series the newer ones that we've watched so far um i think i still like hawkeye the best and (laughs) next um for me jeremy (laughs) Renner. Okay, well, uh, you know, um, <laughs> we want to talk about the last time you brought me on the podcast. He brought my husband, who I love, Mr. Ryan over there. He brought me on the podcast to embarrass me, um, be, to share what I said when we saw him in space for the first time. He said, "You have to tell all the listeners what you said." Um, and I said, "Oh man, I thought he would be hotter." Oh. <laughs>
1: That was Mandalorian.
3: Thank you yeah. for inviting me on to talk about Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite Star Wars uh, newer thing that's been done, Mando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Is that what you wanted? I, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah. She gave a very. <laughs> good did I read answer. the script okay? That was did great that script.
3: Great. What you told me to say. Please.
0: Well, unfortunately, I liked it a lot. But <laughs> I don't think we have anybody here that didn't like it. Um, that was what Ray was for, but I don't think Ray liked it too. Oh, Ray liked it. Yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I thought, and I wanted it to be longer. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like oh, only six episodes. Like, and I was bummed when it came out with this may be all we get of it. Mm-hmm. That just six there It's a se- series, but it's not going to have seasons, and this is it. Yeah. So that happens. I'm sort of bummed because the way they ended it. <clears throat> but yeah really liked it um i didn't know a ton about moon knight but i've known about moon knight and i've always been intrigued by the character i and i liked how they this was different i thought this was different than any other marvel show that they've done um i thought that there wasn't an episode like some of the marvel shows they've had like an episode even though they've been short run seasons they've had episodes where you were like that was just a filler episode they they did have the best work
2: on the boat episode. of any Yes.
0: Novel. Yes, they did. That's a. Because uh, it was up.
2: it was it was mentally work. On
0: yeah, the boat. There, there was when we talked about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the boat episode we, we thought was just a waste of time. And this boat episode was not a waste of time. It actually had meaning to it. So I really enjoyed it. I really liked. That. Um, they sort of kept you guessing the whole time and mm-hmm. that yeah. <clears throat> because in the comic books, which we'll get into this, one of the personalities or personas or whatever is the main person. And they made you think from the beginning of the show that it was somebody else, that it wasn't Mark Spector, that it was actually Steven Grant. Cause we start the, you know, first episode in Steven's life world. Yeah, <laughs> in his world, and it's cool. I mean, I think this is one of the few. I mean, most of the Marvel shows you could go back and watch again, <clears throat> but I think this is one of the best ones to rewatch because I think they they hit a lot of stuff along the way. Uh-huh. Even in the first episode, where he's talking to the Steven's talking to the little girl in the museum about the pyramid and she put trash in it, the little model. And then he was talking about, um, passing into the field of reads. And she was like, yeah, why didn't you, what does it feel like not being, you know, rejected from the field of reads? And he's like, "What? I'm not dead. And then he actually gets rejected. So it's like, you know, foreshadowing stuff there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed it. I really wish they would do more. Hopefully they will.
1: I think what this one, especially watching it a second time, is just going to feel different, right? Because you know what is going on. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be as confused, right? Because I know uh, more about it. Because like you guys, you knew, or unlike you guys, I didn't know anything about the comic at all. So I didn't know anything about the character, I'll say it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So this was all new to me, and and we talked about it. But it's still just, uh, it was super confusing but now just knowing more about it it's like okay this all kind of makes sense going through it and i could really I maybe dissect the story a little bit better as far as you know and all that um so that i think that's kind of the benefit of this in some ways and in some ways it'd be like uh okay maybe maybe it's a spoiler but now you know we're trying to watch it again but i think i think it would be enjoyable watching it a second time yeah because carla Mm -hmm. my wife didn't finish watching it she started it with me and she fell asleep watching it but uh um, <laughs> but it was. It's also. It's you really have to pay attention to it, and um, I, I think she's going to try to watch it at some point. But I could I could watch it with her and try to help explain things, but not give anything away. That'll be the hard part. It's like oh, this is a good part. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good part. <laughs> you know, yeah, she needs to she needs to experience the whole thing. You know. Yeah.
3: Well, oh, then I can have a watch party then. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can uh yeah watch together on uh on the phone or something, right? You can do that. Watch parties on, <laughs> yes. on Disney Plus. on disney plus actually yeah you're right
3: Uh, cool so let's go ahead that we're so exhausted that we fall asleep watching an hour-long tv show guys yeah but i
1: guess (laughs) (laughs) but see i'm the i fall asleep in movies and that's the worst because you spend so much money on going to a movie and then you then i fall asleep so that's why i don't go to as many movies so i identify (laughs) <laughs> it took me a while to actually watch Moon Knight. And the only way I finished it was I was working from home a few days. And uh, I turned it on in my office and I was able to kind of kind of watch it. And I think that that also <laughs> made it difficult because I wasn't really paying attention real close. But,
3: yeah, I, but I did like stay awake. Engine tier, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's um, let's talk about the three. Would you, do you call them personas or personalities or what, what do you call them? Um,
3: can (laughs) I Can I give my required disclaimer? Um, Oh, sure. I think about a TV show, which is, is fun and this is a fun podcast, but um, I I just kind of want to say before we start talking about DID that um, childhood abuse is real, right? And it's unfortunately very common and prevalent. And um, we know now that dissociative identity disorder is not a personality disorder as it used to be classified. It is actually moved into a different category of disorders because it is strictly trauma-based. You will not catch DID. You will not acquire it later in life unless you have an extremely severe trauma as an adult. Um, It is primarily found in people who experience significant childhood trauma. Um, so I'm just putting that disclaimer out here that if you're watching, if you watch the series and it triggered some stuff for you, especially the episode about what happened to him when he was, uh, when he was younger and what happened to his brother, um, if you are, you know, kind of wondering, do I have some of these same, you know, symptoms, um, in the general population, Dissociative identity disorder is very rare, actually. So, um, but I want to put out there that basically, like, if anything comes up for you as a result of what we're saying here, or what you watched on the show, just know that there's help out there and don't suffer in silence, whatever your symptoms are, even if they don't reach the level of dissociative identity disorder, because, um, you know, one in three people in our society in America will be affected by domestic violence. And that's enough trauma right there to experience dissociation. Um, So that we talk about a pandemic, but, you know, family violence, unfortunately, is an even greater pandemic and epidemic in our country. Uh, I think that doesn't get enough attention. So putting that disclaimer out there that um, we're... (coughs) If we joke during the podcast, we're not joking about mental illness, and we're not joking about dissociative identity and how serious the effects of childhood trauma are. Um, so just please hear that and know that. Um, so you, the question you asked me was, what is the name? What's the appropriate name? And um, it's actually whatever the person calls their parts. So some people say alter, some people say personality, some people say part, that part of me. Um, And that can get a little bit confusing in today because something called internal family systems is a type of therapy that's become really popular and is actually very effective. But they also talk about parts. Uh, So when they talk about parts, it's different than when we say a part in dissociative identity. Um, essentially what dissociative identity disorder is, is a trauma that is so severe or so prolonged and happens so frequently that the brain either has to um, completely shut down or fracture. So it's like putting too much stress on your arm and getting a fracture. If you did that and you had multiple fractures in your arm and if you named each part of your broken bone, that is what DID is like. Um, So, to normalize it a little bit, we all dissociate. Um, So, if you get lost in a video game or a book and you realize, oh my gosh, like a lot of time passed and it it felt like 20 minutes, right? If you experience highway hypnosis where you drive from point A to point B on a route that you normally uh, drive and you realize, I don't actually remember driving home. I just just did it, right? Um, That is a mild form of dissociation. So uh, we dissociate on a continuum. So those mild forms like realizing that extra time passed while you're reading a book um, is one extreme, which is the mild end. And then the other extreme of the spectrum is dissociative identity disorder, where the trauma is so severe at such an early age that the brain really just couldn't handle it and had to fracture into pieces in order to survive. So if you have DID, you're extremely resilient. Uh, If you didn't, if your brain didn't fracture, you wouldn't have survived, right? Um, And then along the way, in the middle of the spectrum, when we go through a a traumatic event, uh, we can experience other symptoms of dissociation that don't meet the level of having additional parts of us or fracturing in that way. Um, So that was maybe more than you wanted to know used uh, so to ask me that So the question was, what is what's the right term? There's not a right term. If someone is diagnosed with DID or they're aware <coughs> that they have DID, they may name their parts and they may call it my 16-year-old self, my rebellious self, my, um, or they may have an actual name for that part. Um, my brother so, Ryan. My brother Ryan. Guess,
2: oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow.
3: uh, but yeah so it's really it's more respectful um to people who do uh struggle with that disorder that's a result of trauma to use the terminology that they use that they relate to um but there are many people in the world that are undiagnosed with DID and they have parts that they don't their parts don't even know about themselves um or their alters so um I guess for the sake of talking about Moon Knight, let's just say alters. But, you know, I don't want to the stereotype that it's a personality problem because it's really not. It's a trauma problem. Um, And I don't want to confuse people who are currently going to IFS therapy and getting wonderful results talking about what their their parts are doing, because we all have like that protective part of us or that uh, caring part of us. Right. But those aren't separate people. And in DID, those are separate people. Um, And, you know, one of my very first clients that I had the privilege of working with who was a resilient survivor of trauma, um, we were sitting together with her husband trying to explain what it is she was going through. And she was trying to describe it to him. And he said, yeah, we all wear different hats. You put on your church hat, you put on your work hat, you put on your home hat, whatever, you act different. Um, and she looked at him, and this was so profound, I couldn't have said it better. Uh, he said, "Yeah, but imagine that instead of knowing you were changing hats, you woke up in a different hat and you didn't know how you got there or what you did while you were that hat." And he was like, "Oh, there's my little Obi."
1: <laughs> he was, and he like, was what? like, "Oh, there's my little." <laughs> That's what <he> was like.
3: <laughs>
1: the for the listeners, our dog, listeners, <laughs> our doctor, <laughs> <their> dog just <laughs> appeared on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, Yeah. So that was a great way to describe it. We we all know what it's like to shift gears and put on a different hat because we're in a different scenario or situation. Um, But in DID, I actually switch into a different person uh, or part of me or alter. And I sometimes I know I've done it and sometimes I don't. That depends on how much awareness and possibly therapy I've had. Right. Um, Because at some phases of having the disorder, the alters are not aware of each other um, and at other phases later in treatment, they become aware. Um, and then the ultimate goal, right, is integration where we can heal the the trauma to the point that the fractured brain can say, these parts, these alters help me, but I don't need them taking over my life all the time. And they can be integrated back into one person who feels healed and whole as much as you can be after being a survivor of horrific trauma. Um, because that changes you, right?
0: Yeah. And in, in this, in the show, the comics are a little different, which we can talk about the difference, but in the show, it starts where they don't, um, where Steven doesn't know about Mark Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and Steven and Mark. They don't know about Jake at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and they still don't know about Jake, right? No, yeah they don't at the yeah. end they, at the end they still don't know
1: they but they uh, I they know there's that they, else, there was somebody else they right. don't
0: know who it
2: is right. they, yeah they they kind of ignored it and kind of focused on their problems, well, and they the may time. have
1: thought it was the other one, like I think I think um Stephen thought that was Mark, yeah, they those was, things that wasn't me, mm-hmm. yeah. Which they did, he didn't know until later, right? So
2: Yeah, they know there's something else in there, but they're, they're really focused on the task at hand. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so the word we would use uh, when they start to know about each other, they have knowledge of each other, that's called co-consciousness. Yeah. So they start to have co-consciousness when they're aware that the other one is there or trying to take over. Um, so when they make an agreement about no more killing, that is um, they not, aren't able to do that until until they achieved co-consciousness, because prior to that, they didn't have that awareness.
1: Mm.
0: Sure. So like yeah. in the show, like one of them will look in a mirror and they'll be and they'll see the other version and talk to. Is that something that. In real life happens, like they'll they'll talk to each other like that, or maybe not so much as look in a mirror and there's a different version of them looking back, but. Sort of like that, or?
3: Yeah, so you're right. Usually not in a mirror, seeing a different image, um, unless they also have a delusional disorder along with, um, or a psychotic disorder along with the dissociative identity. Um, But usually, so before you have co consciousness, um, the other, the alters take their time and do what they need to do. And there's usually something that triggers the person to switch into an altar, and most people consider one person out of their however many altars to be the real them. And so um, if the real them feels threatened, then the altar that protects them, right, will come out, and then the real them doesn't know what's happening while the protector altar is in charge, if they don't have co-consciousness. Uh, so, once they develop that co-consciousness, then there can be some inner dialogue back and forth. Um, but it's different than just talking to yourself in your head. When you talk to yourself in your head, it's your own voice, right? Um, when you are psychotic, it's voices from outside that are unknown and foreign, right? You're hearing things coming from outside. And when it's dissociative identity disorder, um, the your parts your your alters are talking in your head and they may have different sounds or they may act different and you have a sense that they're different but they're all part of you yeah i don't know if that makes any sense yeah it makes sense yeah Yeah.
0: so so chris you know a little bit about the comic version do you like the way they protect portrayed the different versions in the show over the comics or
2: um yeah i don't know like i, you know, like I said I, I didn't know a whole lot about the comics i didn't necessarily read the comics but I, i've I've seen the character in other various comics and as more of like guest spots or shows where it's more of a guest spot um but yeah i i, I do like how they did it in this in the show because um a lot of times with like comics movies television they say like don't don't tell the audience show them and with this it, the almost some of the more fun bits were things that they didn't show you yeah you, know, that you didn't see um and as an audience they left that for you to piece together where as a comic not necessarily they would they would just you know the personality would just switch um and, like, he'd be talking to Spider-Man, and Spider-Man would be talking to him, and suddenly the dialogue would switch, and another alter would be talking to Spider-Man and kind of recognize that. But in this, it, you didn't necessarily all, all see that all the time. Yeah. Um, and you saw that a lot of the fight scenes, which which made them even kind of more fun. <laughs> to watch even though like you know watching like jackie chan and stuff like the very they show everything he's very meticulous in and his camera angles and and showing the action where this was like blip and like you don't see it but you see the carnage after and then uh, you get to kind of piece together what happened uh yeah. which is fun so yeah I, yeah
0: I liked that yeah i really liked that stephen grant was not bruce wayne because in the comic books he's bruce wayne <laughs> Pretty much. He's just a rich guy. Uh Um, So I liked that he was just sort of like, you know, works at the gift shop um, type of guy. (laughs) And I liked that. Basically the reason Stephen Grant was um, brought forth or whatever we wanted to call it was to basically be the alter that still thinks his mom is a good person. And, is loving and everything because when that was, when he would sort of, they didn't really go into all the detail about, well, they didn't go into any detail about Jake, but I'm pretty sure that Steven would go in or he would take on Stephen when he wanted to, to not remember his mom as this abusive person that basically hated him. But and it shows in the, in the scene which we won't go through the whole thing because if you've watched it you know um it shows in the scene the mom comes in to the room as a kid he goes into steven and then it shows the older steven and mark talking and Stephen's like what happened next well mark doesn't know what happened next Stephen doesn't, ha- doesn't know what happened next so i think when the abuse happens it turn he turns into jake and jake mm-hmm. takes all the abuse takes all of that and that's why jake we see at the end is the basically the violent one, the very violent one that mm-hmm. just will kill anybody for no reason. Um, cause it doesn't show Steven taking the abuse or anything. It He flashes again. So I thought they did that really well. How mm-hmm. they put sit those three up. Yeah. I also like
2: that they use Steven as kind of the audience. A lot of times in shows and movies, they will have a character, um, Oftentimes, like a sidekick or something that gets pulled into into whatever's happening, that they don't know the world, they don't know what everything is. So it's like the eyes of the audience, they use that character to kind of help explain things, <laughs> what's going the on. One
1: yeah. we can identify with, right, yes. as the audience. Yeah. Right.
2: yeah, as the audience, we identify with them because we have no clue what's going on and neither does <laughs> he. Uh, but <laughs> but it's it's the main character, but yeah. it's not the main character. And so it's it's a nice kind of twist on that um to as the audience's eye and learning the the universe and what's going on with that okay.
3: so we had a little like difference of opinion which I might change my mind when I fully get to see everything <laughs> about getting interrupted um. But the thing, you know, when I asked Ryan, you know, who he thought was the real person, who's who's the main person, not an alter, and you said, what did, here, I'll it's let you... M-
0: it's Mark Spector.
3: Mm-hmm. So, the reason... Because that's
0: the comic books and everything. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well.
3: Yeah. But for me, as coming from my therapist brain, right, the reason that doesn't fit for me is because psychologically, it's actually a lot more likely that Stephen is the real person. Because what we do, any trauma that happens to us before the age of 12, right? We have not developed the capacity to differentiate. Like if something bad happened to you with your parent when you were 20, because they were drinking, for example, we would be able to say, oh, like, that wasn't me. That was them. They were making bad choices, and they hurt me when they were drunk. Right? We would be able to say that, but when you're really, really young, and trauma happens to you, you don't have that concept. So you only have two choices. It's either me or it's them, and it can't be them because they're the adult. They're the caregiver. They're where all my sustenance come from. I can't survive without them. So it must be me. So we internalize shame and guilt, um, and we have to create a world where our caregiver is safe. So um, that's why for me, like we had that little difference of opinion because you said that. And I was like, well, if I'm putting my therapist hat on, actually Stephen is the real person. And he developed Mark to protect him and also developed Jake to protect him. um, Because that's what we do in real life. Um, So if we're going to get a little. uh,
0: But I mean, yeah, I think he's still, I think Mark, developed Stephen to protect him in a different way than Jake could protect him. Mm -hmm. Stephen protects him by keeping some thoughts pure and Jake protects him by taking the abuse. And one of the episodes you didn't see, you see where Stephen comes from. It, It was his favorite movie as a kid. And the character was Stephen Grant in the movie. And he, he, he just takes on that persona from the guy from the movie. To be the the British um, dude or whatever, yeah. um, so that's in the episode one of the episodes you didn't see. <laughs> so, I,
3: but what I, that to me is in real in real life. Like if we're really talking did in real life, there's another one who's the real person. That all of these are alters.
2: Oh Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean it's <laughs> comics. kind <laughs> <laughs> uh, of what she's saying, like. Um and kind of what you' i can I can see in a way Stephen being the real version because it's the version really kind of of himself kind of before like all the bad happens to him i uh, mean it's it's kind of he he took that part of his self and regulated it to this altar um and his his other self changed because of that but he kind of compartmentalized like his innocence and turned in, british and 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 turned and and turned british cracking um but uh but but just uh, took on a different name Australia, australian named, uh too right um <laughs>
3: <laughs> because and that's what happens at the moment of the trauma right when mm. during the moment of the trauma it is too painful to be who the real me and accept the reality that this is happening to me. So my brain says, oh, we can't not, we're not going to feel that and repress it. We're just not going to feel it at all. We are going to numb out and shut off and go into this other altar that will take it and keep us safe. And then when it's over, will come back to our body. And people often describe it as I was I was above myself watching it happen. I was outside of myself. Um I felt disconnected from myself. Uh we'll have like derealization and depersonalization along with dissociation. So this doesn't feel real, doesn't feel like me, like it's happening to somebody else, but I know it's me. Um so psychologically <clears throat> that That is actually what happens at the moment of the traumatic event. And if it's a repeated traumatic event, then we, our brain gets in a habit of every time that thing starts to happen to us, we go into that altar, um, to keep ourselves safe so that we don't, um, yeah, so we survive. Yeah.
2: And as far as the show is concerned and everything to, by the, by the end of the show, I really didn't necessarily think of them as altars anymore. They were all their own person uh they all grew in their grew their own way they they yeah interacted with each other, even like when um they're on the boat and the weighing of the heart um there were two hearts, so like they were actually two people, and they just they both needed to come together and fix each other um and then Jake we didn't get to see a lot of, but he's he's definitely like you you felt him throughout the series as another presence, another person. And so, yeah, by the end of it, I wasn't necessarily thinking like, oh, this is just one person. I was thinking, well, this is three people. Like, this is, they, they're each, they've had their own individual kind of stories that kind of like merged (laughs) almost. I don't know. It is, is the, and the way, I mean, Oscar Isaac portrayed it does such a great job that you felt like it was individual people didn't really feel like it was just one person doing a different version of themselves it felt like
0: three yeah. versions there's a deleted scene which <laughs> they filmed but they didn't I don't, they should have put it in it that when they're in the void or whatever they call it the white space or whatever they call it, uh-huh. um, that they confront the mother steven confronts uh-huh. the mother mark confronts the mother and uh, supposedly it was an, from what I've read, it was an Oscar-worthy performance from Oscar Isaac, um, mm. but they didn't put it in for whatever reason. They um, didn't want him to get an Oscar. I guess I, no. He's too so good. So we've talked about sort of the 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 real life parts of this. Now let's throw in the the bird in the room here. It's the skeleton bird in the room, conchu Um Yeah as jennifer thought she's like oh this is just one of his
1: <laughs>
0: you know altars and i'm like no no no. <laughs> well
2: i mean it was like that for a while in the comics um yeah. when like the series first started out and everything a lot of people thought yeah conchie because they didn't they didn't like in the in the show you could tell like he was it's very supernatural his costume just appeared and he was like suddenly bulletproof and all this stuff and in the comics. He's more like Batman. He has a costume that he puts on. He has a bunch of gadgets that he uses. And so there wasn't any of this like magical thing about him that people would go, Oh yeah, definitely uh, Egyptian bird God. Yeah. He's in you. Uh, it was, <laughs> they are like, Oh, this is just another one. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so that they did differ with that. So, uh, I think in the series you could definitely tell that like yeah there's like some Egyptian magic or something going on there probably a god <laughs> yeah
3: yeah that's I, out of my <laughs> joke. I don't creature I really, I do, <laughs> stuff you know
0: I thought it was in, I thought it was very interesting how they did it and then especially again if you rewatch it like by the end you really see I think why you chose mark to be his moon knight because he knew that he had these three personas that he can manipulate and use for his mm-hmm. bidding basically because uh-huh. we see that at the end the very end credit scene when he's yes. like i'll let the other two go but i still have the one that you know begs to do whatever <laughs> i want and <laughs> kill Hero, which we haven't even okay. talked about Hero, <laughs> i
2: i also did like that um no one else sees him only he sees them but yeah. not just him like anything that's like kind of egyptian magical like that like the anubis creatures that were running and yeah. attacking him no one else saw that so i'm pretty sure at the end even though there were two giant egyptian gods fighting like over the pyramids No one else saw that. Nobody saw it. (laughs) No one could see that happening.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Saw weird lights. Yeah. So what did you? Episode. Episode four, I guess. When he gets shot. In the pyramid. Mm -hmm. um, Mark, I guess it was Mark at that point, right? Yeah, Yeah. Mark. And it goes to the mental hospital. What were your first thoughts?
1: I thought that was actually what was. I mean, I, I don't know. That's what was so confusing, right? It was like, is that what's really happening? Is is it all in his mind? Because there was really convincing, the way they portrayed it. Like this is not. None of this is real. But I was, but I was like, but it could be, one of the like, um, like somebody's making him believe that it's not real, yeah. you know? And so uh it was super confusing for me that that <laughs> was what really threw a wrench into it i uh, i think that was the most confusing episode um and, and yeah um it didn't help <laughs> <laughs> but it I was interesting it was fun i'm
3: I'll, sorry i didn't help you stay
1: <laughs> no it, it, well it was one of those i watched during the day at work so <laughs> <laughs> and that probably didn't help either sh- but,
0: no he didn't do that <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah, I thought it was cool how they put brought
0: in for the patients and the yeah. um, people that work there. All these people that he's encountered in his yeah real life, which made you question it even
1: more. Right, right.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, are these just all patients there? And that's he's how this is an, happening. Yeah, he's, he's really
1: crazy, a, and he's making all this stuff up. Yeah, with these people, right? And and there's these the,
0: statues and things he saw. Yeah,
1: and Harrow's
0: office in the
1: mental hospital
0: mm. was the right room that like the storage room that they mark or not mark but steven and Layla hide in mm-hmm. um in that compound thing it was just all painted white um and then it had all the egyptian stuff in there so it's like oh what is you know is this really <laughs> going on but then i mean but then you see the rooms the room with the sarcophagus in it yeah and um, Steven comes out of that, then you're like, okay, no, this is. It I got something on your tongue I got <laughs> hair on my mouth. I can't get it off. <laughs> well, <laughs> then
1: and then at the end of the episode, you see the hippo, right? And you're just like, blah, 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 what? <laughs> you know, then then it just becomes okay, okay. So now it's yeah. starting. Yeah. It's going to jump I back of, out of here, hopefully.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I kind of figured it was some type of limbo. Yeah or something like that just watching no. it. Uh I I didn't think they were going to go all uh Legion on it. I don't know if anybody's watched Legion uh, the X-Men show. Mm. It's it's uh if you want to watch a show that's very into um uh mental health uh, and superpowers, Legion is a show for you. Uh what's that on? Uh it's probably on Hulu um so Uh, legion is um the the son of professor x in the comics and he he does have uh, i believe it's more clarified as multiple personality disorder um and uh it's it's a very and like along this show kind of lines it's very um very character driven very very weird um, so I didn't think they were going to go that weird with it. Um, so this is like, hey, it's probably like a limbo or something. Uh, and, and they described it as kind of his kind of safe space or his kind of world space that kind of lives in his head, um, uh, in a way and kind of made sense at least when they said it and then afterwards, like, uh, what was that again? What did they say?
3: when i saw it switch to the mental hospital if i had known that the did was the the basis of the story um i think i would have probably thought that he he was psychotic and committed and this was all happening (laughs) because of the way that like all the things not just the people but the things in the office that they would zoom in look like the things that he was happening in the earlier parts of the show that we had seen, but,
1: and then they drug him.
3: Yeah. So that, yeah. <laughs> then you
1: think, Oh, he's just, this is when he's sleeping. That's what he's dreaming about. Cause he's seen all these things in the, in the office and the, the compound or whatever. And then he's just dreaming all of this. Cause and then the waking moments are when he's talking to this guy that looks like this other guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what did you think of Harrow as the, as a villain? As the, sort of the main villain of the show
2: uh i thought it was good i mean it, it kind of fell a little into the trope of marvel where it's like the villain is kind of like a almost copy of the hero a bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, marvel loves to do that especially with their first movies <laughs> yeah It's iron man and iron monger and uh Black Panther and his cousin and like it, it it's always like we need the hero and the villain's gonna be the exact opposite have uh, pretty much the same powers. So uh it in a way it was a little bit like that, except they kind of they kinda tweaked it a bit, which was nice, uh because he was like Konshu's avatar before him. Yeah. Um but I mean uh Ethan Hawk I think did a great job. Yeah uh, as the villain. Which uh, uh, apparently um uh, Oscar Isaac like m- saw him out somewhere and was like, dude, you got to be in the show. And he's yeah. like, uh, okay. I have someone call me. And that's basically how it happened. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: I, I think, um, like I liked Harrow and I liked how they portrayed him. But I would think, I think with this show, if Harrow wasn't a character in the show, if there wasn't this bad guy the show still would have been great because of how they were doing everything like i think that was that was sort of the superhero show you have to have the villain the evil villain like they could have had a story without hero in it and it still would have been good because how they were doing the Moon Knight character, but I know it's a superhero show. So you have to have a super villain. <laughs> That's just how it is. It bring, uh, but, brings
1: it all together. Like, yeah, they fight. Exactly. They're not just yeah, fighting right. random people. It's not Batman. Yeah.
0: And I liked that. They made him the, <laughs> um, the therapist basically. Yeah. In yeah. the middle hospital. I thought that was really cool. And how you, uh, when it clicked and you see the bloody footprints, um, Jennifer hadn't seen uh, <laughs> I thought that was a really nice touch because that's when it clicked that yeah, this was not real because I saw Harrow walking because he put at the very beginning of the show he puts glass in his shoes and he always jingle jingles around with glass <laughs> in his shoes for some odd reason. um It's like a penance thing. Yeah, um, uh, 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 the people who
2: whip themselves on their backs, and stuff like that. But <laughs>
0: Yeah, I thought, you know, everything I thought, even with the hippopotamus, it's sort of silly, but I thought that was cool to bring One the, hippo of the best in. characters of the show. Tara. Oh, Tara. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. They brought her in to basically. Um, Layla accepts her as what What do they call it? Like Avatar. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just thought yeah, that was Scarab. Too, she was talking through the dead people <laughs> to get her to listen to stuff, which was interesting. Uh, but, yes. Overall, I thought <laughs> the only thing negative, I would have to say, if I'm going to be negative, uh, is that I think Marvel, especially with their shows and somewhat with their movies recently, which we haven't talked about. Dr. Strange will do that a different time. They do really great job until they get to the end and they're like, Oh, we got to wrap this up, wrap it up. And then they wrap it up really fast and they're, they're done. Like I felt that, like I felt if they had one more episode or two more episodes, they Hmm. could have fleshed out a little more and not just been like, hurry, 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 make two giant things in the sky fighting and then they'll fight. And then, Oh yeah, there's this other guy, Jake we will put him in the post credit scene and, we're not gonna make anything else, and we want to really explain that and okay, wrap it up. I,
2: I think it would have worked a little bit better if yeah you knew there was gonna be a season two or yeah. you knew this was gonna something else would follow this up, yeah, uh because especially before the after credits thing when it like abruptly ended, I was yeah. like really
0: yeah like, me too I, I wasn't happy
2: thing. with the ending. Until the Africa thing, I was like, OK, that <laughs> I'm OK with it
0: now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, like but I really yeah. wanted a. Segment of an episode flashing back and you see Jake take over in different spots. Flashing mm. back saying, here's what Jake did here and here's how mm-hmm. Jake did this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this That'd is what cool. Jake did. Um, because that would have been cool. Um, even if Mark and Steven didn't know about it as the audience, we know about it because, because people that don't know Moon Knight or don't know anything are probably sitting there. Who the heck's the Spanish dude? It looks like, the other <laughs> dude, but they don't explain anything. It's just like, who's this dude? And then they're just, you know, cut. And then they're like, Oh, by the way, we're not making a season two. So it's somehow they can explain Jake a little more because I do think we saw Jake throughout the show. I think, in some form or another, I think at episode one, Jake is the person who asks the, the girl out on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think, because I don't think Mark would do that because he's married. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think in the same, um, the mental hospital, when you see him with the bloody nose, I think that's Jake because he goes crazy and picks up a thing is going to just kill Harrow. And he's talking with a different accent and everything. So it would have been cool to back and showed some of that somehow. But they ran out of time. There's only so much you can do in six episodes mm-hmm. of a show.
2: I, I mean, I almost feel like, I mean, well, the director did say, like, did come out and say that, yeah, Jake is throughout the series. Yeah. And, he, and there's little things here and there that you can pick up, up. He didn't want to say exactly what because he wanted to leave that to the audience. Um, but it does almost feel like when they made this, they were kind of prepping like we're gonna do more with this. Like yeah. there's gonna be yeah. more. Um, and I feel like they've only said this is a limited series to get awards because there's a certain category for awards. It's a limited series. Yeah. And there's not a ton of limited series that are made. Uh, and that's typically what these places do. They'll they'll say it's a limited series. They'll get a bunch of rewards, and they'll go, you know what? You guys loved it so much, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll give you another season. Yeah. It was just going to be limited, but you liked it. And I hope so. so. That happens a lot.
0: We're um, getting season two of Loki. They've they're they're starting yeah, that. That's good.
2: Yeah. I I almost feel like we'll, we might see him in another show coming up uh, called Werewolf by Night. Hmm. Which, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah um is the comic that he first debuted in, and Marvel's doing a, like a Halloween special, yeah. um, and kind of Werewolf by Night and Moon Knight started off as enemies basically. Which um, is his, his in of, the show. Yeah, which is his in the show, and that's kind of like. Moon Knight, when he was created, was supposed to be kind of like an enemy. He wasn't. He wasn't supposed to be a good guy. Um, And the readers liked the character so much, they went back and kind of retconned it a bit. And they're like, "Oh no, he was just pretending to be a bad guy to infiltrate this uh, gang." Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Uh, Because I mean, werewolf, moon, like they just like, oh, be a villain, but people liked him, so they turned him into
0: a hero. Yeah. (laughs) And there's QR codes hidden throughout the show that lead to comics that you can. That one <laughs> that you mentioned, they even lead to, one of them leads to a Blade comic book, which I thought Blade yeah, was which... going to pop up when they did that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, uh, yeah, Midnight Suns. Uh, yeah. Yeah. they were supposed to have some MCU ca- uh, characters cameo in the show, and they cut all this out, but it was going to be Eternals, so yeah, I'm, no I'm okay with that. No, <laughs> no, I'm It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, well, we're approaching the hour. See,
3: that, uh, that's... You guys go way over my head. I went over your head earlier and you go <laughs> over my head over
1: <laughs> all that.
0: The Eternals is a movie that was supposed to be the next big thing and it was not.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just like the, what actually is really cool to me. I always appreciated movies or seri- things like this as separate entities. Right. Yeah. Um, until one of the later more recent and I think I remember telling you, it was like in one of the Marvel movies, all of a sudden the whole universe made sense to me and how everybody connected to everybody, like in my limited exposure. <laughs> and I was like, dang, it's just so cool that somebody can write a story like that with mm-hmm. all really intricate lines that like, you know, do what they do. I yeah. couldn't tell what they are, but
1: <laughs>
3: that's why, that's what Ryan's for. Yeah. <laughs> He, ex- he explains it to me when I... I explain. It.
0: This is the only thing I know. This Useless <laughs> knowledge about Marvel and Star Wars and stuff Brass like that. But Brass,
1: yeah.
3: I, say, I know you didn't like it, that you didn't have enough time to hear more about Jake. But it is possible in real DID to have co-consciousness of some alters and not yeah. others. So that is also yeah. possible. In well, I didn't life.
0: even want them to know. They didn't have to know about Jake as the viewer and and for people who don't know the story at all, this is the first time I do it. I want them to know a little more about Jake. Um, but uh, I think we will. I think we'll get more. I uh, hope so. It was, it was
2: a very popular series. I, I really think yeah. whether it'll be a series or a movie, um, I, I
0: don't think this is the last that we've seen. Yeah. Like. So last question, and then we'll close it out i I'm tired. <laughs> uh, talk, I mean, just from the, good <laughs> tired. Um, I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't have to put it like number wise, but where would at all the Marvel shows that they've had on Disney plus so far, where would this fit in for you as far as the best in the middle towards the bottom? Where do you think?
3: So, A very famous person said that the brain is for having ideas, not holding on to them. So for for newbies like me, can you list what all the series (laughs) I (laughs) watched so far? We
0: started with Wandavision, okay. And then there was uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then there was Loki, Loki, and then there was Hawkeye, and then there was Moon Knight. That's all of them, right so far? Yes my miss <laughs> I think that's it yeah that's there's really more coming good. out but that's also f- so far yeah I believe that's it's so far yeah
3: all so different it's so hard
0: that is that is a thing that's pretty cool that they've made all these characters exist in the same universe but they've made the show so different which is cool mm-hmm. this is where this awkward silence is <laughs> <laughs>
3: But I don't know if without going back and thinking about it more, I don't know if I can Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye and Moon Knight. Those are my top three. I don't know oh. where I would put them in. I liked WandaVision, but Loki's my least favorite. I can put Loki.
0: Wow, really? Wow. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> controversy.
1: <laughs> know,
3: I'm asked back, Or I'm going to be asked back and have to defend that. And I no, can,
1: it's. It's okay to have differing opinions. than. I know what my yeah. least favorite one is. <laughs> Makes it more interesting. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
0: <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which, I love those two characters. But the show, yeah. because of when it was made and how it was made, I think because of COVID, it was just so disjointed. And so yeah. it just felt so off and weird. <laughs> But I love the two characters.
1: It was, it was good though. I mean, it was, it
2: was
0: good. good. It just Wasn't it was
1: the top one.
0: Yeah, out of the ones we've had, yeah. that one sort of hits the bottom for me. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this is
2: top two or three. Um, yeah. It's hard to yeah, like I said, it's hard to say because they're also different. I personally liked WandaVision a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I I love the sitcom aspect of it. Um, I thought it was really good. Loki was just um. Just really fun um just yeah. really fun characters um it really started opening up to the multiverse and all these possibilities mm-hmm. and stuff falcon Winter soldier i liked um mm-hmm. but yeah like you said it it did feel like it it lost something in the editing room yeah a little bit um hawkeye was was really fun hawkeye may be my favorite yeah um, it, was it was really good yeah just because, yeah it was it 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 had it, it was funny it was it was lighthearted. it it was emotional and in a little ways um it brought it kingpin again yeah had a musical had a But musical? you love musicals i love <laughs> musicals. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do there's so much fun i mean which first, ran, first so randomly ran singing it's <laughs> so good.
0: So good, so, good. <laughs> so good. All right, so yeah. this this ranks up there though. So Hawkeye oh, yeah, and then... maybe Moon Knight.
2: Yeah, maybe Moon Knight, but I mean Loki was was really
1: yeah.
0: good too. I oh, really okay. like
1: WandaVision, so, uh... yeah. <laughs> All right, catering, Yeah, I, I mean that pretty much what I was gonna say is Hawkeye, this, and Loki would yeah. probably be there. I um and again nothing against WandaVision or. Falcon and Winter Soldier's just not my favorites. Yeah. Right, they were still good, and glad we had them and got to watch them. But
2: yeah. Falcon um, and Winter Soldier just almost seemed like it just should have been a
0: movie. Mhm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
3: I feel like I need to go watch Loki again. Maybe I slept through part of it.
0: Maybe so. I liked <laughs> Loki. It was weird. I mean, it was weird. Yeah, too. It was strange, and, but I liked it. Um, and I liked probably one of the things about that that I liked, like that I like Moon Knight is that like in WandaVision, I loved WandaVision, but it felt like there was promises made throughout the show that they did not <laughs> act on. <laughs> that's
1: assumed, and, assumed promises, right?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying like they kept hinting at stuff and they're like, Never mind, haha. But you kept just, watching it. We're just messing with it. <laughs> <you."> um, <laughs> I felt like Moon Knight, that didn't happen. Like, even though we it was this little teaser at the end, we got all the questions yeah. somewhat answered. True. Mm. And it wasn't a tease. Like, like if they had not had the end credit scene, then yeah, I would have been mad about the Jake thing. But since they had the end credit scene with Jake, they I'm like, okay, at least you didn't tease it the whole time, and then just not say anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, that one, and Hawkeye was pretty much like that, too, I think. There wasn't any like, teases that just... No, uh, they, yeah. They were kind of upfront about yeah. it. So, yeah, Moon Knight's probably in the one of the top, if not mm-hmm. the top, because I really, I really enjoyed it a lot. Some people didn't like it, which I'm surprised, but I enjoyed it a lot. Anyways. <laughs> but... All right. Well, you know oh, I wait.
3: can't. You know I can't be not a therapist. So, um, I think some people maybe that didn't like it didn't like it because it it really could have been triggering in a lot of ways. Mm. And so I'm just going to get a shameless plug for accelerated resolution therapy. Oh, there we go. Um, here we go. My world revolves around this episode is sponsored, sponsored by. <laughs> well, it is not, not sponsored. Anyone related to ART? <laughs> um, If you you know if you've been looking for help and you haven't found the right thing, check out accelerated resolution therapy.
0: Yes. It does it does amazing things. All right. Well thank you, Jennifer, for coming on. I get to see your face even though you're not here at the house. I get to see you on the podcast. (laughs) Our most beautiful guests that we've had on. I I would think so. But my wife's been on here
3: did well, jenny, jenny come on we,
2: yeah, we weren't we here got, it was one we, that i was not <laughs> on she only came on when ryan went here
3: yeah he's in trouble
2: she yeah. came on uh when uh we went over our friends experience when we went yeah to they talked LA about LA friends and so okay. talked about friends that's that's the only reason she came on because of friends and ryan wasn't here yeah,
3: it wasn't well, me. carla <laughs> and Jennifer street number two need to be on notice that they're not gonna um they can't escape it. They have to come on Valentine's Day next year. I'm planning <laughs> your Valentine's Day.
0: I think uh, the three wives should just come on and we just take the night off. On the Day?
3: Your viewers <laughs> might disappear. <'cause
0: laughs> yeah. we, would, we would probably get more. <laughs> to be wow. honest. Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, thank you for coming on. Thank, thank, thank you, Chris and Catron, as usual. It was fun. Um, next week, we'll be back with something new, right? I don't. I don't know what next week is. Um, it's
2: a week. We,
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't know that we've stayed on track. But it would be yeah, a legend, we'll which it. we could talk about the um the thing you sent us about with the uh the treasure hidden across Texas. Yeah, there's like millions and millions of dollars hidden
0: across Texas. I, I read an article about. What? Yeah, yeah. we need to, in no, the hill country. We need I'll to go find it. these. Sorry, Dan. Anyways,
3: well, send me whatever's in Abilene so I can look.
0: Okay, I'll see what I. can Anyways, so thank you for joining us uh, either on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been episode 237 of I Am Geek, and we'll be back with you next week for something new, something fun, and of course, something geeky. Bye-bye.